Hey, hey, Daryl, what are you drinking? Oh, I'm, I'm glad you asked me, Ian. I'm, I've just poured myself a delicious glass of Frost Hammer. Frost Hammer by the 400 Brewing Company? I hear that's the best beer in the world ever. I have to say, it's very cold and also wet. I've heard it's kind of like drinking a cold hammer. It, it, a bottle of Frost Hammer tastes like if the god Thor... Yeah. Came came riding up on his uh, heavenly white horse mm. and took off the saddle mm. and got the blanket that was underneath the saddle mm. and and wrung it out. Yeah. And the sweat, the mixed sweat from his heavenly steed yeah. and his heavenly thighs <laughs> came out together from the blanket and in a glass and you drank it. That's what Frost Hammer would taste like. That's amazing. That's why I drink Frost Hammer. Now available at City Liquors in Hunkloof, at the Wolfpack in Sandton, and soon at Craft in Parkhurst. This is a series of things. That's why I'm not an entrepreneur. I'd spend all my time trying to think of like a, a new and, and, and better punning name for the company. And then once you had the logo done with the, the new name, you would... Uh, yeah, sure. There must be a better one, guys. Come on. What about something with, with a woodpecker? Yeah, no, but then once you've done it, you'd be like, oh, I don't really want to cut down trees anymore. Cut no, I can't. Who gets up in the, in the morning and goes, you know, my, I'm going to fulfill my dream today and go cut down some trees? Do you know what the most disgusting advert I've ever seen is? Um, the thing with like the baby and then they change the nappy. Yeah, it's always like a blue liquid of some oh, kind. Oh, I hate that stuff. No, no, no. Yeah. Anything, anything with a baby, actually. There's cry, a crying baby. Sure. Yeah. Crying babies, can't stand them. Yeah. Um, it was in Joburg. Mm. And you know, like you can buy like the side of a dustbin to advertise on. Yeah, I need yeah. to buy four sides of a dustbin. Somebody stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> again, did someone steal your dustbin again? No, it's the same one. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, it was for a plumbing business. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was a picture of uh, a, I've seen that um, of a man. Yes. On the toilet. On the toilet. Not an illustration. I've seen it. A photograph I of a man yes. on a toilet. Yes. And it says yes. pushing down hard uh-huh. on low prices. Do you know what? That was the most. It was the most like I don't remember that slogan. I think there's a possibility that there's more than one plumbing company who do this. It's ridiculous because I think I've seen that car in Cape Town. Really? Yeah. 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 And I, it's just it's despicable. I think there should be. I mean, some sort of a municipal bylaw against that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for the the, the hairdressers. I'm and, and, I'm opposed and the lumberjacks to, with their puns. I am but lit- the plumbers. <laughs> the plumbers, no, you don't get to have. Puns. I am literally exactly. I am literally. Yeah. Oh, oh, the plumbers love it as well. Mm. Um, uh, I can't think what they are offhand, but there's mm. all things about pipes and yeah, you know, let, yeah. us, let us clear your. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I am opposed to any public discussion reference allusion to bodily functions. Yeah, I can't abide no. it. No. I'm not going to use you if you keep, if that's your level of humor. Keeping in mind that last week on the podcast, you did make a dick joke, which which lowered the tone. It did lower the of tone of the entire episode completely. It did, and then you spoke about masturbating into a sleeping bag. I've received. So, 
I just wanted you to consider that perhaps your high horse... A sleeping bag, otherwise known as a giant's condom. Um, you, you, consider that your high horse is perhaps actually a pony. It's, and <laughs> it, is, it is true. And I, and I did receive a number of, um, of wounded and indignant responses from members of the public. Good. Yeah. I'm sure there were plenty of groups in Claremont writing angry letters late into the night. <laughs> <laughs> Dear sir and or madam. <laughs> Um, no, but you know, on the other hand, you know, who, who's had some of the best advertising I've ever seen. There was this, there was a secondhand bookstore in, in Woodstock that I used to drive past, uh, every now and again. Mm -hmm. And this guy obviously had access. Come in and turn over a new leaf. <laughs> this guy obviously had a friend who had a banner printer who he uh -huh. was leveraging to the <laughs> utmost of his ability because every other week there would be this banner outside the bookstore oh, wow. with this incredibly labored pun and you, and you could imagine the guy was sitting late at night with a pencil <laughs> in his mouth like what kind of pen? so like book related if, so if the springboks had just lost uh, a, a big game a tropical yeah he would write forget the box get some books wow or you know during the should be a shake thing so this is this is how long ago this is during during the should be a shake trial forget the fly half come in and try our fly leaf <laughs> <laughs> this is why you couldn't work there <laughs> no but, I'd, be, I'd be yeah no you'd be horrible no but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but during the should be a shake trial yes he wrote shake out your shake out your pocket change and buy some books like not wow. even clever like he would just come up with like one yes little pun and then end it with and buy some books <laughs> <laughs> and i would drive past and it would it would brighten my entire day there was this man somewhere living above his secondhand bookstore I'd out of my way to see what what he'd come up what, with this what, morning. what was he gonna do yeah yeah so he's like a daily satirist he's like he, he in another life, he would be on John Stewart's writing team or something. He's just yeah. using current stuff, yeah, for to create pleasure for the the viewing public. The, I'm sure my, my idea idea of him is more romanticized than his life. Probably, I'm sure he was probably like a, a, a addicted to crystal meth or tuck or you know lived lived in a dumpster or something like that. But in my mind, that's all he did. He woke up, went into yes. the secondhand bookstore, sat there with his notepad and pen, you know. And I mean. The, it was the real human honesty of it. Like the majority of people in marketing yeah. are scum. You know, sure. they're, they're, they're scum. You know, popped collars and and, yeah, and yeah. fancy glasses with no lenses in them. Go to lunch and eat sushi and just destroy the world slowly but surely. This person maintained the purity of the profession. Just you know, sheer humanness. How can I give somebody a laugh? A nice little pun. One man, a pencil, and some good ideas. Yeah. That's how it used to be. That's how it used to That's be. That's what we should get back to. Yeah. I I remember the stories of all the copywriters and art directors gathering together in log cabins, working out how to sell books. And that was that was the way it used to be. Not before these big glass and chrome ad agencies started popping but up. But I everywhere. wonder if he ever got up of a morning and went, you know, there was a there was this thing last night. There was Yeah, well, what am I gonna do about the twin towers? <laughs> You know, how can I make this funny? Is, oh it, God. is it appropriate? You know, yeah. he, he'd say to himself. Secondhand books, now only 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ebola. Yeah. Um, 
there's an outbreak of Ebola. Now, my audience is expecting me to crack something funny. Not sure if I'm... How do I, how do I weigh up this moral quandary yes. in my mind? How do I tastefully advertise I, he, secondhand books? He created this trap for himself that he yeah. could never get out of. Don't bleed out your eyes. Rather read a book. <laughs> don't, don't pay through your nose. <laughs> Come in. <laughs> and, and then there'll be something about ear bleeding. Um, I've got it. Like, yes, you have to it. work Wait. out the details. E-books, as bad as Ebola. Oh, oh nice. Cars on the highway stopping to, nice. a, to, to applaud. Yes. No, not really. So no. is he still open? I don't know. I haven't driven down that road in years. Um, but I, I, I do want to try and find it somewhere. I, I, I need to undergo some kind of hypnosis and be regressed to that point in my life. Oh, you can't and, find it? I can't remember where it is. You don't know that? Oh, really? No, it was years and years ago. I, wow. I just used to drive past and there was this big red banner outside every, you know, once a week the pun would change. You know, I've always wanted to live in a city so big that I, I'd find some wonderful place, some shop perhaps, or some where a kind gentleman did me a service. And, and is then, that a metaphor or something? For then, some, or what do you? What is? What kind of services? I went back to pay him or something. Like I wouldn't be able to find it again. And you know, like there's, that, there's something quite magical about that. Do you know? And this might be a common gripe, but I, 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 I have begun to miss the corner cafe. Like, yeah. like I remember growing up, you know, there were always like every neighborhood needs a little Greek in it. Yeah, yeah. a, a, a little Portuguese. little Greek or Portuguese or mm-hmm. Portuguese Portuguese place, and it was mm-hmm. you know there was a lot of like fisheries uh, places in Port Elizabeth where I was growing up. So it would be a cafe, but then they'd sell like fishing supplies as well. Like mm-hmm. I didn't do a lot of fishing, but there would be like you know there'd be the fizzes and there'd be the the fridge with coconut, and then there'd be like a tray with fishing hooks in it some and nice, lead weights or whatever. Some nice bread rolls with a savor of mackerel. yeah yeah yeah. Mm. Someone selling mm-hmm. some kind of samosa. They look like the same ones that were there last week, but who knows. Um, you know, th- there's this kind of, of, of beautiful charm to the place. Mm. And, uh, and now, and now there's nothing but the petrol station yes. uh, uh, shop. Yes. That, that's what it is. And it's convenient. It's 24 hours, but it's this fluorescent neon mm. hell as yeah. well that you walk into and everyone is exactly the same wh- wherever you go. I used to go by Wilson Toffees and Shoplift Pornography. <laughs> that was my that was my experience of the corner cafe. When I say yeah. pornography, I mean you know this was a long time ago. So it was Scope magazine and giggles and gags. I'm not mm. sure if you're familiar with giggles and gags. Not giggles and gags. Hilarious, no. um, sh- small format. Mm. Uh, you know, gentleman's magazine. Is this more cartoon pornography? It is in fact cartoon cartoon pornography. Oh my god, That's No, no, not me. I don't. Daryl. No. It was. <laughs> Yeah, I was six. I was five or something. After Asterix last week. It, oh, no. <laughs> and and so you'd go, you'd go, and you'd buy your um, your Wilson's toffee two two for a cent. Mm. Um, uh, you can buy one because the what, half a cent piece had been um, discontinued. Discontinued by the stage. Mm. And then while you were sort of poking around, you would then shove some some. Um, reading material and, and then run out to the woolly mammoth waiting in the back no 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 you, because this was your this, <laughs> this was, you'd have to go back this was this was your corner thing and so you'd have to sort of look him in the eye and pay for your toffees or you know or your chappies and and brazen it out yeah so you're not only acquiring 
um, your stash of, of porn, but you were also acquiring sort of life skills and a mm. trade. You were learning mm. a trade. It was which was thievery, effectively. Yeah, 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 and <laughs> and and all of the business skills that go go along with it. Mm. So it was, you know, it was good preparation for later life. I feel. Sure. Do you know what I find quite bizarre as a phenomenon for me is there's always stories of people going into the woods mm-hmm. and finding pornography hidden somewhere yes. in, in the woods, yeah, in, I used in, to a, hide. in a valley or in a that's right. I used to, a tree I used somewhere. to hide my stash um, in in like a little wooded area near my house because you know mothers. This is amazing. Like so 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 the, there was this for the younger generation. You're completely yeah. missing out on a phenomenon whereby men healthy outdoor exercise. Men, men would go out mm-hmm. and hide caches of pornography. No men, small, in, small boys. In heavily wooded areas. Yes. They would grow up, forget about them. And then a few years later, enterprising young young lads with their catties and their and their, their marbles and, and, and I, things would go off into the woods and, and discover manhood, effectively. <laughs> Look, of all the ways to, to discover manhood and come of age in the woods, it's probably the best... But uh, it's, I don't think it was men hiding there. I think it was people, it was small boys afraid of their mothers. Because, yeah. because mothers are quite, you know, forensic with sure. finding your secrets, your hidden secrets. Yeah. So you would take them and you'd say, and you'd sort of wrap them in a, like a plastic packet, checkers packet or something mm. like that, you know. And then you sort of hollow out an area and then... Underneath a tree. Underneath a tree, if you like. I actually chose the open hillside. Um, hide in plain sight was my, uh, my my thinking. The fools, and then <laughs> and then put some leaves or such on on top of it, and then after a while, you know, you would you would forget it was there, or you'd move on, or you would sort of in in the spasms Leaving of a for another generation. Yeah, perhaps another or some some swine to you know mm. of the same generation to come and find it, steal it, and make ah. off with it. Yeah, yeah. But there were all sorts of, there were, there were stages. There was a time when, you know, Scope Magazine and the Giggles and Gags, and then, and then there were, around about the, um, the transition to democracy, see, they, let, mm. they released... Uh, Stars uh, fell off the nipples. Yeah, but then there, but there, was an, there was an interregnum. There was a transition period where they would, they would have like a nudie picture, but it would be cut up. Right into like a jigsaw puzzle and rearranged in. So if you wanted to see it, you would have to sort of clip it out with a pair of scissors and rearrange the picture on your desk, and then you could see this glorious, uh, you know, topless photograph. Photograph. And then there was also a brief period of the scratch, yeah, that silvery stuff, like on a scratch card. That would take the place of the stars. So you could buy it and then you'd have to scratch it off and get all that silvery stuff under your nails. Yeah, then if you saw so someone you, with the silvery stuff under their nails, they were either playing exactly. the lottery or doing something else. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah, strange. And quite a, it was quite a brief little transition period. It was uh, like for about a year. Yeah. And then and then all of the censorship fell away. And then so it was pointless. And, and then, then the internet came about and people were like, who? Oh, yeah, there was the internet. What, what, oh. what is the point? I mean, the 7-Eleven down the road here, mm-hmm. they sell pornography. And like, yeah, they, uh, I guess, I guess I'm privileged. Who would buy I'm, it? I'm privileged. Yes. I'm assuming that everyone has access to the internet. There are people out there 
who want access to pornography of mm. some kind who don't have internet access. But are they are these people in a, in a position to pay like seventy three rand for their seventy three rand? It's I think it's pr- probably close to like two hundred rand or something really? ridiculous like that. Yeah. Well, you see, so now who's your market? Who's your market for that? I don't know. Naturists, people who like walks in the wood? This is the thing. Surely all the magazines really have become about the articles. Because what, what, what would be the point? Yeah. Imagine that. We should buy one for science. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you have a little spade that we could... <laughs> This is what we should do as a service to humanity. We should go off onto Table Mountain yes. with bags full of pornography yes. and, and bury them yeah. beneath trees. Yeah, right like, geocaching. like geocaching. Like <laughs> geocaching. But for for young men, I like that idea. Foraging for, the, for pornography. The bit I don't like is us walking into a shop <laughs> and saying we would like to buy this magazine. <laughs> it really says. And um, are you two together? Or are you are you buying? <laughs> are no, there separate I mean, bills? Surely, what we would do is we would walk in. You would buy it, and I would buy a can of Coke behind you, and we wouldn't pretend that we knew each other. Well, then why would we both need to go into the shop at all? No, well, you're right. So, so but one of us would why? go. In. But why? I don't want to be the. I don't know if I want to be the one because I will run into somebody that I know. Yeah. As I come, sort of furtively trying to furl the magazine so that you can't <laughs> see the, the the front cover. Like the back. I mean, I don't know. It's. Do you remember when we were having we were having breakfast the other day in in, in Seapoint and it was opposite that adult world yes. place, and the, yes. the, you know the, that, that that is quite impressive the the steely eyed determination that it takes to walk in and out of adult world with a brown paper bag. I remember there was there was a there was a fisherman there mm. was yeah. there was a guy with a fishing rod there and was a, a box chap of fishing tackle who had clearly been down at the at the seaside. Yeah, by dawn's early light. Yeah, and he had caught his 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 allocation of mackerel or mm. harders or cod or, or cod, <laughs> whatever you catch down there. I have no idea. His snook. These might all be river he, river fish. For he had a little know. bucket of snook and good morning's work. He's got he's got food for the family. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna. Get some good protein tonight. They're not expecting him back what? for for another twenty thirty minutes. Maybe. What, what what could make this day more perfect? Uh, he went. Oh, I know. I'll walk up to Main Road with my fishing rod, with my fishing, with rod. my bucket of fish into an adult world. <laughs> into an adult world. And now, unaware that now when that, you went in, did he go into the cubicle with his fishing rod? Because it's very long. Like you wouldn't be able to turn around. I don't know if it would fit into a cubicle. Can you leave? Would you trust? The employees of Adult World to look after your rod while you my big my big my biggest fear. Can you hold this for me? I won't be. My biggest fear is you'd be in the booth and someone would walk in and see the back of the fish and go, "How much for those?" Make (laughs) or then make off with your rod. Yeah, you know, it's these are the things you don't think about when you set out in the morning. Mm. Yeah, I take my rod with me. Why not? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go do some fishing. You don't think, well, I might also stop off for hmm. for a crafty visit to the adult world. Yeah. Yeah. Was he browsing? You also, it's quite an enclosed space in there, because I have been inside to have a look around. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's quite perilous. You could lose an eye. 
Well, if you're swinging a fishing rod. Well, around. if you're another customer and some dude is coming in with his fishing rod and the, and the hooks. I wouldn't approach the person in the adult world with a fishing rod. No, I, you'd I, be I on would... the other side of the... But the rod is long and bendy. Yeah. And whippy. It's got a little whippy action. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And a hook. Yeah. Yeah. And a reel. Mm. Okay. Well, that's well, that's enough about that. Should we should we look at a card? Oh, all right. Yeah. Let's let's look at a card. Whenever I'm doing something sneaky, I hear Peter and the Wolf in my head. Oh, is that Peter and the Wolf? I thought yeah. that was the theme to MacGyver. No. Themes of MacGyver is completely different. Any... No. That's Knight Rider. That's Knight Rider. Yeah. MacGyver is... That's the Lone Ranger. No, that's Bonanza. No, MacGyver is... Anyway, the card is the thing about work. Do you know what upsets me? No. Is the idea, like, I think you should enjoy what you do. And my father always said to me, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life, which is a lie. Because, like, it is work. And what I always yeah. I always say to people is no one has ever been late for happy fun time. And right. that's why it's called work and not happy fun time. Yeah. Like, I think you have to, like, and and if we can get philosophical for, uh, for, for a second, it mm. is, you know, like you are you you have an emotional kind of real reward for doing something difficult and producing something and and getting it done and that's the act of work mm. you know and that's important that's important i think um and and when you and i'm not saying that people don't have a hard time a hard time jobs jobs are hard but this is why this is why i'm looking mm. forward to a universal basic income which I reckon in 50 years we, we will have. What communist idea is this now? So as opposed to the government going, here is a housing grant, here is our, you know, us giving money to halfway houses, here's all these different programs yeah. and education things and everything else. Yeah. What a lot of the Nordic countries, like, you know, Amsterdam as well, it's also busy looking at, mm -hmm. at this, the Dutch, um, just simply going, okay, we're not going to do that. We're going to give every citizen same a, amount of money. the same amount of money. It'll be enough to pay for decent rent and the food on your table. And from there, you can do what you want. What do you mean we're going to give every citizen? How do you mean? Like everyone who works for the government, you mean? No, every citizen. Well, so a guy who owns a restaurant. Sure. What's he going to do with his money? I mean, he can do whatever he wants. So he gets an income from the government plus yeah. he makes his money. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can't afford a lavish lifestyle with what's going on. Sure. But if you, because my big thing, thing about it is the fact that like when you leave school, mm -hmm. you, quite often a lot of people, you know, if you aren't in a very fortunate position, you, you base the decision of what you want to become on how much money 
yeah. you might be able to make, right. how secure your job might be. <laughs> and you are effectively deciding your career, or a lot of people do this, based on fear. Like mm. based on the idea that you might, you, 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 you know, you might wind up in trouble. Oh, I, I really love doing this thing, mm. but my parents say there's no money in it. Or I, you know, I'm mm -hmm. not going to be able to, to succeed. And then there are people who come from, from you know, real poverty who, who, have re, who have real issues, who could never look at any kind of career in the humanities or whatever because they have families to feed and that kind look, of thing. This all sounds very nice. So, but now, do you get the salary whether you work or not? Yeah. So then who is going to do the job? Like if you were getting your basic income, why, why would you work? Why would you? Yes. Why would you work? Yeah. Well, this is the thing that presupposes a a, a kind of natural laziness on the part of humanity. Not, nece like, not necessarily. Why, why would you work? But why, why would you work at some of the the, the, the very unpleasant but sure. necessary jobs in society? Sure. Well, a lot of those. Like who would who would a choose a to be a bus driver? A lot of those jobs are gone. The bus driver is not going to exist in fifteen years' time. We're going to have driverless cars on the road in less than 10 years time. And in and when that happens, no more taxi drivers, no more truck drivers, no more ta so no more bus drivers. So this utopia of yours is, is, is posited on technology solving all of our ills. Listen, don't smirk at me oh, from smirking. across the, 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 the room, like with your, your pornography hiding, <laughs> you know, capitalist face. Um, <laughs> no, no. I mean, look, this is the thing. Like when it happens... When, like, so when, so you're, when, you're actually when, spinning when, this mass um, set of retrenchments and unemployment. So it's a good thing. Y yay, people don't have to do these things okay, anymore. So, so, so this is the thing. I, all I'm saying, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. is if we have spent the past several thousand years of civilization right. bu building up to this point where we have robotic servants driving us around, making us food. We don't have do, robotic servants we, driving us around. Listen, and we, you, you, we have, you have a magic brick in your phone that if you connect to the Wi-Fi, you can ask any question in the history of humanity and, and potentially either f have an answer or have people thinking about the answer for you, okay? Lexus came out with a hoverboard the other day. That's happened. Oh, uh, they keep claiming there's a hoverboard. It's not a real hoverboard. It's a hoverboard. It's not a hoverboard. It's a hoverboard. It's not a hoverboard. Watch the video. What, have yeah, you, have oh, you seen the video? Oh, there's a video. Oh, there's well, then video. it must be incredibly accurate and true because it's no one would ever make a fake video and put it on the I internet. will show you. I will show no, you the I've video. I've seen that video, but I've seen many other hoax videos about the hoverboard as well. I think you'll find that this is not a real hoverboard. I think you're going to regret saying this after I show you the video. I've seen the video. In the skate park with the hoverboard. Yeah, yeah. And there's like that little condensation trail in there. Yeah, the yeah. dry ice thing, yeah, which, was, yeah, which I felt was a little bit overboard. Mm -hmm. um, so listen, we live in the future. The future is going to... Do you know that, that, that a, ra a hologram rapper's concert... Yes. Like a rapper who Tupac, wasn't... Yeah. Who, what, no, not the Tupac one. Huh? There was a rapper who wasn't allowed to perform within a county in the States because... Six-pack, it was a dry county. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was horrible. I know. Um, he, you know, the, the sheriff had said he incited violence or, you know, they weren't comfortable with what he was saying in his Who's concert. This is this has happened recently. Oh, okay. I, I can't remember the guy's name, uh -huh. but so they said, okay, he's not going to perform at this concert. It's a, there's a big lineup or whatever, and then at mm -hmm. the last minute, the organized go and now live via hologram. All right. 
I don't. Is the, this hol- real? This is real. Hologram on the stage of a rapper. Sheriffs come in, shut down a holograms concert. You can't look at that and not go. We are living in Blade Runner. You know, <laughs> like, mm. like it's happening. It's it's slow, but it's happening. Where was this? Who's this rapper who's banned by a county? I've not you, heard of you, this. This you, seems to you, me to be a fishy tale. No, no, no. You can Google this. Banned by a county. The people right now listening are Googling this. This is they, not and they, and Yeah, but what are they Googling? You haven't given them any keywords. Google rapper hologram Band. concert shutdown. Uh, and they are Googling it. I'd go it to Snopes.com you to can, do that you're piece more, There was more than one news article on it. You're more than welcome to Snopes.com it. Hmm. Daryl, you, you can't be so resistant to the future. I can. You, 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 I, I can. know you can. I'm a one-man holdout. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I am trying to help you, okay? <laughs> I think I think you're, you're, you're letting the the utopian aspects of uh, blind you to the reality of the, of the situation. I, I think that you are saying that we simply have to accept certain things and that th- those things can't be changed. I'm saying, like, the, with the system we have now, if we carry on going the way we're going, we're going to have a lot of very poor people with no jobs yes. whatsoever and a very small, elite, very rich few. Yeah, well, that, that, and, is, that is where we are now. And, and that's going to get worse. Yeah. And that needs to change. Yeah, sure, that yeah. needs to change. That's the most annoying phrase in the history. Of this. Somebody <laughs> needs to do something about this. This needs to change. Yeah, obviously. But but uh, exactly how is this going to change by... I mean, where is this money to give everybody a decent living wage? It needs to from? be considered. It needs to be... be oh, yes. Re- it needs to be considered. I, I, I'm not going to give you like, oh, well, you know, here's the economic breakdown and this no, is no, how no, it would no. work. And no, the, no, know, I wouldn't the expect The taxes that. on this would go towards this and da 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 No, no, no. I think it's I, very good what you... It's a very good idea what you're saying. I'd love to be paid a living wage. I, I'd, and I'd love to pay everybody else a living, a decent yeah. living wage. And and give them the option of whether they want to work Look, or not. Think about it. We're, we're, but, I, but, I don't, but where does that money exactly come from? Listen, like, where's the tax? We what's have the to tax look base? At the, we it? have to look at the way we do things and reconsider them. I'm not sure what that answer is. <laughs> All I'm saying is the fact that we now have computers. We do no. 20 times the amount of work we used to do tw- 20 years ago. I don't do 20 times more work than I used to do 20 No, no, years no. Ago. But if you think, say, for example, someone in an office who has Photoshop and InDesign mm-hmm. and Premiere and all these different programs and things that so used to... Just weird words. No. Okay, no. these are all programs that uh, okay. do things. Okay, like, yeah. or uh, AutoCAD or... No, no, sure, like, you don't have to come up with more words. Yeah, so, <laughs> so an architect or any kind of thing where it's like, okay, usually what we'd have to do is we'd have to send away, you know, we'd have to post away these drafts and then some draftsman, someone would draw them and then this illustrator would put something together and we'd so, photocomp these things and this would take days. This can now happen in a matter of minutes. So you're suggesting so, that architects are, are, are 20 su- times more efficient than they were 20 years ago? Yes, I'm saying the entire workforce, if you think about email, if you think about all these different things that have revolutionized the way that we do business. Does that mean there's going to be 20 times more Stefan and Tony buildings? Listen. I think if they're 20 times fewer, that would be a great thing. No, you are getting distracted. So we are doing all all this extra work. Salaries haven't increased comparatively to that. We have robots coming in who are going to take over a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of the different... Yes, 
like everything from law to warehouses yes, to yes. And no. everything in between. Yes. Sure. Right. So, so surely all this progress, all this innovation cannot mean that actually what we've ended up doing is cutting our own throats. Of course it is. Of course that is what it is. Because what you're saying is, and it sounds very nice. Yeah, look, we, we're making all this, um, they gave me a lot fewer jobs, but that's okay. We'll just give everybody a living wage. Where's that, if there's no jobs and no and the amounts of taxes decreasing that, that a, any given government is taking in hmm. uh, from those folks, exactly where is this money coming from to pay everybody this living wage? It's a good question. And the, yeah. no, the Nordic countries are looking at it and a bunch of different places are looking at it and there's different ways of doing it. I Look, I'm, I'm talking from a very philosophical point of view. Right oh, no. oh, well, that's yeah. nice. That is a nice position to be talking from. <laughs> you my philosophy is that we should all bastard. be very happy oh <laughs> I, no i agree with you you are so smug i'm not smug <laughs> i'm not i'm not it would give me no great joy not to see this this, this, this universal living wage come about yeah. i want it but mm. I, i'm just anyway. how does it work sure yeah. that's a good question yeah. um it's also not nice being the guy who says how does it work it's not that's not a nice role Oh, so, it, so we should all feel sorry for you. No, no, yeah. I'm just saying it's like there's too many people like that who somebody comes up with a nice idea and yeah, how's it going to work? I, I, I don't like that. I'm not feeling good about myself right now. I'm just saying. You're, you're apologizing. No, I'm not apologizing. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Look, my point is I am sure that there are Hemingways and Picassos and amazing people who right now are doing things which they shouldn't be doing. And they're doing them for the wrong reasons. And we have developed all these amazing things. You know, it's like, a very like, good way to get a whole bunch of really bad art and really terrible writing is, to, is for people not to have to make a living from it. If, if you get these chumps out there who sit around expecting to the state to subsidize their novel writing or whatever whatever they they do they come up with the biggest sort of nonsense you have to have some kind of of hemingway wasn't nobody paid him to write you know he sure. he sold his his work like, i'm i'm saying no one no one is going to get paid that my no. friend will be the death of art listen listen like okay Look at Star Trek, okay? Yeah. Star Trek takes place in mm -hmm. a post-scarcity era, okay? They have replicators on the spaceship and throughout mm -hmm. the universe where you can go, I would like to eat this kind of cheeseburger. And you push a button yeah, and it generates that kind of cheeseburger. Yeah, but that's just on the Starship. because no, it's because, not. It's because they're on a, like a 10-year mission and you can't carry that amount of food with you. You haven't watched Star Trek it's a, recently. It's, it's a five-year mission, all right? It's a five-year mission. Listen. And, and, and so they can't carry like a thousand um, kohlrabis with, or a million kohlrabis with them. They have to, they take one kohlrabi and then they replicate it and then they eat it. But that's just a highly um, expensive technology that is only on the Starship Enterprise. It's not on Earth because, because the poor people on Earth, the people on Starship Enterprise are the elite. They've, it's, it's a, it's a multi-government um, organization that sent them out, the Federation. <laughs> The, the poor people on Earth aren't replicating their kohlrabis. They still have to, you know, they don't have access to this high-fangled technology. You remember in season two, episode three. No bigger lie where they, has okay, ever been spoken. Okay, that, but, that, <laughs> but, that reference I made up. But, but you know, surely uh, just because the Starship Enterprise has, all, has this technology, there's, there's nothing 
to make us believe. You're getting hung up on the wrong thing. That the peasants back home are replicating okay, their kohlrabi. So let's imagine a universe. That kohlrabi is a new word I've just learned. I, I know. It's, it's, it's yeah. wonderful. It's kind of good I didn't question it for a second. No, no, it's a real, it's a real thing. It's like a cabbagey, chernopy thing, I think. Okay. Apparently. Well. Yeah. Um, you get them in mystery boxes of vegetables. I see. Kohlrabi. Anyway. So imagine a post-scarcity universe where everything is there. Yeah. Like not Star Trek though. Because you can't <laughs> be going with Star Trek. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this now. <laughs> and that's the thing about work. Thanks. Thanks for. <laughs> thanks for joining us. No, this wasn't work. This was pleasure. This. This. Is, I mean, look. This is actually pleasure because we're not getting any money for this. <laughs> well, um, not enough money. We could open a, a, a Patreon account, which is one of those online things where people go, "I like your content. I will give you a few dollars a month to keep making it." Oh, that'd be depressing when no one puts anything in it. You see, mm. I like to think that they would do it. So that's why I don't want to put it to the test. Because I can feel good about my listenership. Mm. Thinking that if they had the opportunity, they'd give us some cash. I don't want them to prove that they really wouldn't. Because then how would I bring myself back here every, mm. every week? Something to think about, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you everyone. Goodbye. See you next week.